USA News, I'm Jeremy Scott. With negotiations still at a gridlock, a government shutdown is looming if a deal cannot be reached by tonight. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's last-ditch effort at convincing fellow Republicans fell apart yesterday when they rejected a bill that he proposed to temporarily fund the government. I pledged in taking this job to change Washington, to stand up for the American public. And that's exactly what we're doing. A shutdown would result in millions of federal employees being furloughed and many others forced to work without pay until there's a deal. National parks would close. It could also affect those on food and financial assistance. More auto workers joined the picket line after UAW and Ford failed to come to an agreement after two weeks of talks. The president of the United Auto Workers, Sean Fain, says there's a long way to go before the union reaches a deal with Ford. The UAW expanding its strike with more workers joining the picket line at factories in Illinois and Michigan. More than 25,000 auto workers on strike right now. Laura Winters reporting. The country is looking back on the life of California Democrat and government trailblazer Diane Feinstein, who has passed away at the age of 90. The oldest serving senator, Feinstein, had served in the Senate for 30 years, being first elected to the position in the early 1990s. Feinstein had suffered from frail health for the last few months. California Governor Gavin Newsom will appoint someone to temporarily fill the seat until the upcoming primaries in March. I'm Corey Myers. A deluge of rain causes flash flooding in New York City, disrupting subway service, inundating ground-level apartments, and turning some streets into small lakes. Friday's torrential downpours came after a week of steady rain. Almost eight inches of rain fell in some parts of the city. Governor Kathy Hochul warned of life-threatening floods and declared a state of emergency for New York City, Long Island, and the Hudson Valley. This is USA News. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GEAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GEAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GEAR. Several people are dead in Illinois after a semi-truck carrying a toxic substance overturned and crashed into several vehicles on Highway 40 southeast of Springfield last night. Dangerous air conditions have prompted the evacuation of residents near Tutopolis. Hazmat crews have been working to contain a cloud of anhydrous ammonia from the overturned tanker. Authorities have not said exactly how many people were killed or injured. The IRS is implementing stricter regulations for ticket resellers. Individuals who earn over $600 from ticket resale must now declare that income as taxable. This change comes in response to a surge of grievances regarding ticket resellers, inflating prices notably for events like Taylor Swift's recent tour. In a major break, an arrest has been made 27 years after the murder of Tupac Shakur. Las Vegas police have made an arrest in connection with the 1996 murder of rapper Tupac Shakur. We are here today to announce the arrest of 16-year-old Dwayne Keith Davis, a.k.a. Keefe D., 
for the murder of Tupac Shakur. Sheriff Kevin McMahill said Davis was arrested Friday morning. It follows a July search of Davis' residence. Shakur passed away six days after a drive-by shooting at a red light near the Las Vegas Strip. Tupac involved in a fight with Davis outside the Mike Tyson fight, which eventually led Davis to allegedly get the gun that was used to kill Shakur at that intersection. In Las Vegas, I'm John Schaefer. Jeremy Scott, USA News. I'm Ebony Loren, and Febreze's new scent, Soothe and Restore, is so good, I wrote a song about it. I set a move. I know just what I do. Febreze has my favorite scent. Makes the perfect environment. Sweet like sugar, smooth shape butter. What could be better than being with each other now? Breathe happy Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. 3, 2, 1... You have been listening to Radio Law Talk. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Dot com. Welcome back to Radio Law Talk, hour three of the show here. We've uh, gotten up, stretched, walked around, reapplied deodorant, <laughs> done, uh, done everything we need to do here for the third hour. Uh, earlier, if you go back and get your podcast, usually these, uh, these uh, episodes drop. I want to say a Saturday episode will be uploaded by Monday, Tuesday at the latest for next of next week on the Radio Law Talk podcast. It's on all the podcast carrying entities. With there's an economy of words, and as you can find that there early in the first hour, we talked about uh, funeral home being sued for <laughs> dropping a body after they picked it up, and then. A hospital accused. I mean, it was it was dead body hour in the first uh, for the first hour. Yep. Uh, hospital accused of propping up a body in the <laughs> sounded like weekend at Bernie's um, for a family to make a decision to pull the plug, so to speak. Even though the person had been dead, they allege for two hours before that uh, time. Second hour, we just finished up. We had the Michael Orr case update and the J.P. Morgan. Um, banks settling with an Epstein-related lawsuit with the U.S. Virgin Islands. Uh, 
And we also had a couple of cases or case or no cases mixed in there. And we've also been talking about law school and um, things that happen in law school and uh, you know just ways to prepare for that. We may pick up that discussion here in a little bit. But Cal, Cal, yep, Cal yep, put a, yep, you, yep, you put yep, a bug yep. in my. You said this case or no case is going to take a little bit more of a setup, right? Yeah, it might. So let we want to go ahead. Let's, let's go, go ahead and go into now. This. It's All time right. to play right, case or no case. Yay! Joseph Rosefield. In 1921, patented a non-separating, partially hydrogenated peanut oil, peanut butter, based on this hydrogenated oil. It would have a long shelf life, which before peanut butter did not have, it would go rancid in stores. So before that, it was peanut butter was a health food and required refrigeration and had a nasty texture. So Joseph perfected his process, licensed it to a small regional food distributor, Derby Foods, a subsidiary of Swift Company. But Joseph wanted to go nationwide, so he remembered a book he had read 10 years ago called Peter Pan and Wendy. Rosefield thought, kids, Peter Pan, I'll just use their name, and he did. No licensing, no phone call, no letter from the lawyers to the J.M. Barry family. So even though the bulk of Barry's estate was left to his secretary, Lady Cynthia Asquith, the rights to Peter Pan were left to a children's hospital. Asquith went to an attorney about the appropriation of the Peter Pan name for a snack food to see if the hospital for which she was a fierce advocate and a trustee could sue Rosefield for stealing the name Peter Pan. Hello? Uh, Yes, she wanted to know if J.M. Barry's beneficiary charity for which she worked had a case or no case. Garrett, you're playing for Fred today. What do you say? Uh, It's an interesting thought. It goes into, you know, I'm thinking about copyrights and you know the, the whole mickey mouse thing right it goes how long does that extend to those rights um and i think the, a lot of the basis of these copyrights and trademarks is do they compete right if you're in the trucking business or in the seafood business you know th- that may not compete so selling peanut butter and being you know a disney character or you know th- this um this charity may not compete so i think it goes to the marketing um, so do I think it's a case? I, I think, uh, yeah, they're going to make a, a claim for it. Um, I think there was a, a case filed, and um, I don't know. I don't know who would win that. It depends on more facts. That's why I'm asking you. So I, if I had to guess, <laughs> um, I'll put uh, peanut butter guy wins. Okay, so you say Rosefield uh, yeah. or the yeah you know, the estate. Okay, what do you say? The hospital. What do you say, Todd? No, I say the peanut butter guy wins. Oh, the peanut butter. Whoever's making the peanut butter hydrogenated. Yeah, Rosefield. Yeah, Rosefield. Yeah. of course. Yeah. Okay. What so, do you say, so Mister Cunin? Case yeah. and Rosefield wins. Yes. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Nice. All right. Uh, well, you know, at, at first, uh, and I'm wondering if when he when he first called, maybe they didn't get back to him. Maybe they said, "We'll be back to you in a jiff." Yeah. And 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 he was like, you know, that didn't make me feel very skippy, but uh, like how many peanut butter related puns can I throw in here? Uh, By the uh, way, Rosefield involved in most of those brands, as it turns out. Interesting. Yeah. So he, here's here's what I'll say. I, I think this was a case, and I'm pretty certain I've seen Peter Pan peanut butter not just with the name, but actually with Peter Pan the the likeness, the image of Peter Pan oh. on the outside. I, I knew there was peanut butter or yeah. peanut, Peter Pan peanut butter. Yeah, and and I think that um, that wouldn't happen 
unless there was some sort of licensing agreement. And if he didn't have the licensing agreement before, then he would have had to have had it later in order for him to use the likeness and everything on there. And that's why, given the long setups, see, this is where you're analyzing Cal more than you are the facts of the case. And given that Cal said, you know, this has got to be a long setup and I got to, you know, get all these facts in here, methinks thou doth explain too much. Sure. And I'm going to go with no case. All right. Well, that's fair enough. That's, uh, that's fine. And I did over-explain <laughs> because I wanted to make sure I got it right. I don't want, you know, somebody backdooring me like they did last week when I got the wrong state on a lawsuit. And that just was a disaster for me. So here's what we have. Okay. First off, you need to know a similar thing occurred when Rosefield started another brand of peanut butter called Skippy, the name stolen from a popular kid's character that had a cartoon strip, a radio show, and an Oscar-winning movie about Skippy. And so Rosefield, uh, in 1932, the Alameda County food packer Rosefield began to sell his second peanut oil named Skippy, and that patent was held by a guy, the name of Skippy was held by a guy, who went insane, by the way. The guy who held the Skippy copyright went insane. Rosefield persisted in using it because, you know what came right after that? The Lanham Act, Trademark Act. And I know you guys in law school know what that is. That is the first major trademark law in the U.S. So he, got, he stole them both, didn't pay anybody any royalties, and never had a case filed against him. So no case. No case. Absolutely no case. Isn't it an interesting story, though, how things that we take for granted? By the way, yeah, Jif was the comp is still the number one peanut brand, and they sold it on saying choose, choosy mothers choose Jif. They sold it on a completely different premise than kids like our product, and that's how they became number one. Very competitive segment. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'm the biggest loser today. So I got I got eight points today. Yeah, you're you're killing it, man. You're, and. You're, uh, yeah. Wow. I guess wow. I need to play more often because I don't know Cal like you do. I think that's where I'm, I'm losing. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's Cal's an acquired taste. <laughs> and, and you can play along any time. <laughs> all, all you have to do is just listen into the show because a lot of people do wow. uh, to that. But, so uh, so yeah. a, a couple of cases that we're going to cover. We're coming up on a break. So just to give you a little bit of a, uh, a tease here. Uh, Ed Sheeran. Remember, remember the Ed Sheeran case where... Uh, Essentially, the jurors were like, it was actually pretty cool because it was like we had a, a private concert with him. Shocker that he won that one. Well, an update on the appeal of that case and where that is going or not going as the case may be. Question about whether or not lyrics to songs can be used against the artist in a trial if uh, something untoward happened, if they were prosecuted. And, you know... What does it mean in legislative language when the word and is used instead of or, and how does that relate to felony sentencing? We'll talk about those and more as we continue with Radio Law Talk after this break. Don't go away. Lots of good questions and good answers are coming up next on this, the final hour of Radio Law Talk. We'll be back.
Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, healthcare is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Healthcare Help Desk. Call 800-676-0151. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800 501 no more mold, no more damage, no more outdated old bathroom, no more slipping and hurting, no more stress. Make your ordinary bathroom extraordinary for only $99 per month. New shower, new door, new tub, new wall, new anti-slip technology. Be stress-free. Call 800-294-8702. BCI Bath & Shower is made in America for the highest quality. Ask about our military and senior discounts. Your dream bathroom in as little as one day. First 50 callers save $1,500 on a never-clear glass-treated door. Call now for free premium color upgrades. 800-294-8702. Call BCI Bath & Shower, the leader in bathroom remodeling. Be smart, safe, and stay a step ahead of inflation with our interest free financing options. Call 800-294-8702. Love your bathroom with free upgrades. Call 800-294-8702. 800-294-8702. Every 40 seconds, a kid is reported missing. Find the Children provides educational material that teaches your kids how to recognize and avoid predators. Our recovery programs are very successful in bringing kids back home to their family. You can help protect our kids and bring the missing kids home safe by donating your unwanted car, truck, SUV, or van. Running or not, we guarantee you will receive the maximum tax deduction. We provide fast free pickup usually within 24 hours. Over 2,000 kids are reported missing every day 
Call now to donate your vehicle. Donate now to bring this kids home safe. Call 800-771-4877. People must be idiots. Oh, stop it. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. Okay, so that uh, last soundbite was either a professor I had in law school who did trust in estates, or it was uh, Judge Judy. I'm yeah. going to go with Judge Judy. I would guess the first one. She, I, had, well, you she know. has some great minds, man, i got to say. Yeah. <laughs> all right, this is Radio Law Talk here at Todd Kunin and Garrett Penny. Thank you. Um, all right, so we finished we finished case in no case, right? We, 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 we did. I'm the biggest yeah, loser. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, you know... There are certain instances in a trial when a statement from a defendant in a criminal trial can be introduced even though that defendant doesn't take the stand. Now, normally, hearsay. What, what's hearsay? It's, uh, it's, you want layman's term or the The, 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 the technical <laughs> definition of hearsay is an yeah. out-of-court out of statement offered for the truth of the matter asserted. What does that mean? That's, yeah. the, that's, the, that's probably one of the hardest... Um, evidence code doctrines to understand for a law student and it's just something that's said out of out of court that you can't i guess cross-examine them on in court yeah so so let's let's i'll give the basic example let's say i witnessed an accident and let's say i told the first officer in todd told the officer the light was red okay the light was red and, and i'm not I'm just a bystander, a witness. But let's say for some reason, I'm not testifying at trial. And Garrett is the attorney, and Garrett wants to call the officer Cal. And Garrett wants to call the officer Cal for Cal to say, Todd, Todd saw it, and he said the light was red. Okay, let's just look at that. For that's, the, that's the smoking gun for yeah, my case. Yeah, let's just look at that for a second. Okay, the statement... The light was red, as uttered by Todd. Was that made in or out of court? Remember, Todd's not in court. Todd didn't say it. Yeah, that's definitely out of court. It's out of court statement. Something Todd said out of court. Todd's not on the witness stand. Todd's not subject to cross examination. So that's one. I feel out like of I'm court in law statement. school again. Out of court statement. Um, now, when you when you want Cal to say that Todd said the light was red, do you want the jury to believe that the light was red? Uh, yes, okay. absolutely. So the matter asserted, the light was red. You want the jury to believe it. I'm offering it for the truth. So it's an out-of-court statement offered by a witness, Cal. He didn't make it. I did. He's saying what I said for the truth of the matter asserted to show that the light was red. That's a hearsay statement. That is a hearsay statement. And the general rule is hearsay is not admissible. Yep. Because because if, uh, if, some, if, if Fred were the other attorney, he couldn't cross-examine Cal talking for Todd and say, well, do you wear glasses? What was the time of day? Did you see it? Were you distracted? Yeah. He could not ask all those questions about cross-examination, which he's entitled to do. And because of that, the, uh, the statement doesn't come in. Now, that's the general rule. And there are a ton of exceptions to the hearsay rule. So uh, one exception is 
Well, what if the statement was made by somebody who was a party opponent? What if the plaintiff wants to introduce the statement that a defendant made? Well, the defendant is a party opponent. And in that case, well, yes, that statement would come in. That statement would come in. I mean, Cal, if I was the defendant in a case, Cal could say, yeah, Todd told me the light was red. And, and that statement would come in against me because, well, I would be able to introduce evidence about what I could or couldn't see and whether the statement was true or not. I, I have control over that. So against a party opponent, that statement would come in. Why are we talking about all this? Why? Why are we talking about all this? Because people are prosecuted. Sometimes celebrities, sometimes artists are prosecuted. And the prosecution will seek to introduce evidence of a statement that person had made even if that statement was made as lyrics to a rap song or some other type of song that that person recorded. But it's, it's music. That doesn't mean it's real life. It, it doesn't mean it's real life, but it's a statement that they made, right? And, and they'll seek to introduce that evidence. And, and the question is, well, first of all, it's the statement of a party opponent. Is it hearsay? Yeah, yes, yes, but is it admissible? Well, yes, because he, that person is a party opponent. The question isn't hearsay. This, this issue gets analyzed on a hearsay basis. The question is not hearsay. The question is whether it's relevant, right? Yeah, because they could be thinking about something completely not related to this whatever incident. Yeah, and, and that's when a judge has to look at it and say, well, wait a second, is, is this relevant to this case? And, and sometimes you have different judges decide differently, but it's really dependent on the circumstance. In one, in one case, 2014, New Jersey, uh, the New Jersey Supreme Court found that the introduction of a defendant rapper's lyrics should not have been admitted into the evidence because the lyrics were general in nature. They weren't talking about a specific incident, right? And so it was general in nature. It wasn't an admission. It was just something. I mean, it would be it would be like Carrie Underwood being accused of a a crime, and they try to uh, introduce the lyrics of he'd better think before he cheats where she talks about wanting to take a baseball bat yeah. to uh better to, dig two or whatever it is you know? Maybe that's a different artist and, and and so you've got that unless of course the artist was being prosecuted for uh vandalism and domestic violence vandalism and then it's like okay maybe but that song was recorded 10 years earlier couldn't be relevant yeah. to what she's doing now um Interesting the way this court does it. We're coming up on a break. We'll pick this up and we'll talk about more when we come back. Don't go away. Remember, Radio Law Talk is available 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday. Live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast. Prosecuted for... Stay tuned for more Radio Law Talk. It's coming right up after we break away.
All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Quack Car Car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick quack car. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Do you have an old car? USA News update with negotiations still at a gridlock. A government shutdown is looming if a deal cannot be reached by tonight. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's last-ditch effort at convincing fellow Republicans fell apart yesterday when they rejected a bill that he proposed to temporarily fund the government. I pledged in taking this job to change Washington, to stand up for the American public. And that's exactly what we're doing. The government will shut down if there's no deal by midnight. More auto workers joined the picket line after UAW and Ford failed to come to an agreement after two weeks of talks. The president of the United Auto Workers, Sean Fain, says there's a long way to go before the union reaches a deal with Ford. The UAW expanding its strike with more workers joining the picket line at factories in Illinois and Michigan. More than 25,000 auto workers on strike right now. Laura Winters reporting. I'm Jeremy Scott, USA News. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow. 
That's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code TRAVEL for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code TRAVEL for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code TRAVEL for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-215-5141 That's 800-215-5141 Kind of a big deal. Your money's no good here. Are you serious? It's time for more Radio Law Talk with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and your host, Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. So we, we were talking about lyrics that are used that, that sometimes are proposed to be used in court. And the reason we're talking is because there's a couple of new laws out. California has a law that uh, prohibits or is seeking to prohibit the introduction of lyrics unless they're relevant to the case. And Georgia has a similar law that seeks to prohibit the introduction of lyrics unless they're relevant to the case. And I, I found this kind of interesting because it's like you're codifying something that was already the analysis. It, it's redundant, right? There's, I, I presume uh, George is the same, but California and the federal laws, they have a, a, a relevancy code in there that says the evidence must be relevant, which seems basic to, in nature, but it's, it's in there. I don't know why they would have to codify that. I, I mean, like 1991, for example, there was a federal prosecution. And in the, in the prosecution, they were charging this artist who was also a, a rap artist, charging him with uh, importation of drugs and, and drug distribution, right? And so the intru- and, and the question here is obviously the, de- the defense is, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't do that. I, I wouldn't know how to do that. And, and they're saying it wasn't me and, and I, I have nothing to do with this. Well, they were able to introduce these lyrics that said, quote, key for key, power for pound. I'm the biggest dope dealer. I serve all over town. Now, here's the thing. The reference to key for key and pound for pound are references to amounts and terminology used in connection with with drug sales. And so if you're an artist and you're saying these things and you have that... They're able to use that to refute any argument that the artist might have. So, I don't know, the first thing about drug dealing and doing it, well, you're talking about it in your songs, right? Obviously, you have some knowledge about those happenings. Who was the artist? He, he was just, uh, we, we covered this last week. Um, his, he's being held pending appeal. And he's the guy that was convicted. Uh, he was convicted of shooting... Another artist in a uh, 
uh, what was it? It was, I think, a party at, at, during the pandemic, and it was one of those things where he was kind of shooting at the ground, like, dance, dance, and this girl got shot two or three times in the leg. And he was recently convicted. Um, Wasn't that like Megan the Stallion or something it. like Megan that? Megan the Stallion yeah. was the artist that was shot. Yeah. And, and the guy that shot her was convicted, and he's got an appeal because he's looking at 10-plus years in prison for shooting her. And the, the problem he's got... Now, now, look, we, we've covered lyrics up to this point that were in songs that predated any offense, right? They predate the offense. The problem with that artist's lyrics and any seeking to introduce them was he recorded and released an album after the incident <laughs> where he's making reference to the incident, right? Yeah. Okay, yes, if 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 they find lyrics that show acceptance or culpability, guess what? That's probably going to be admissible because you're you're talking about it in your music, right? Yeah, and then well, then the I guess I, how far can you stretch that out? What if it's just writing the lyrics and you didn't sing them, or that's, someone else wrote them and you sung them? Which would be a big thing in some industries, like in the country music industry. There are a lot of people that. Ghost, right? They they don't write their own music. I mean, the the there's the music writing industry, and and your manager and the record company curate the music. They come they come up with uh, the basic melodies and lyrics, and then the artist comes in and sings it. It becomes the artist's song. They purchase it, right? Yeah. It's the artist's song going forward, but the artist didn't write it. Yeah. It was written by somebody else. Well, okay. So there's that. But if somebody wrote a song for an artist and they included the artist's name, and then the <laughs> artist turned around and started singing it, yeah, well, there, there's an adoptive admission. Yeah. You, you might not have written it, but you sang about it. You made it. You, you, what, what did they say on American Idol? Dog, you need to make your song your own. Right? <laughs> well, you made it your own. Yeah. <laughs> so, so in those instances, yeah, you could run into situations where, um, where that song, those statements could be attributable to you. Yeah. But it's. This isn't a new thing either. It's not within the last few years. It's been going on for years with big popular music artists. Yeah. You know, I, I, guess, the, I guess the thing that I would say is, you know, th th there's some people ask, how come you don't take callers on radio law talk that, that call in with a specific question? You know, look, this happened to me. I got this land. Why don't, why don't you do that? Well, there's a couple reasons. First, I would need to get so much more information about your situation to be able to talk to you about your situation than, than what I would even remotely be able to get in the brief soundbite that you give me as a caller. That's one, right? The second is when you talk with your attorney, you have this thing called the attorney-client privilege which right? is the best part of being an attorney. <laughs> yeah, so you, yeah, you can be open and talk to me, and what you say, it's not that it just can't be used against you. It can't be divulged so yeah. other people can hear it. Well, you kind of blow that out the window if you call on a national talk show. Well, let me tell you this thing. Now, nobody can use this. Well, they can. <laughs> how do it's I, everywhere. How do I, family, how do I keep my spouse from knowing about these things? I think they know. Yeah. <laughs> you know we have a podcast of this that drops the fall two days later, and it would be on. That's why we don't, that's why we don't give the specific information, right? And that's, why, that's why we don't field that. But part of that also is... Um, if you don't want the general public to know about things, don't put it in your rap music or yeah. your country music it, or your rock music. If you if you don't want them to know about that, 
Yeah. Or in your breakup song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is already being written, apparently. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, want, I wonder... <laughs> I wonder right now, because she writes her own music. Taylor Swift writes her own yep. music. I mean, she's a fabulous yep. artist, but... Let me tell you something. I mean, you have to be under a rock, sleeping under a rock right now to not hear about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey of the. Uh, Who's Travis Kelsey again? Yeah, the the tight end for the uh, oh, oh. for the uh, Kansas City Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Enough who's, already. Whose bro- whose brother is an offensive lineman for the Philadelphia Eagles? But so we got all that, and I'm just wondering for Travis Kelsey if. <laughs> how to know when your relationship might not be going the way you want with Taylor Swift. Mid conversation yeah. at dinner, she pulls out her songwriting book. Just what would you say again? I, and makes notes of it because <laughs> I'm already writing the song for my future breakup. <laughs> on the way home from the date, there's a drop. You get this little notice on your account. Oop! Taylor's dropped a new song. Yeah. Wait yeah. a minute. You're like, oh, and that's no. how you found out. That that's how. How did you find out it was over? Well, she released an album. Spotify on it, told me. You know, called you, Travis Stinks. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you, you get you get married. You get. You get married, and then she uh, she drops the album, and then separates two days later. But you still get the proceeds as community property because yeah. it was created, yeah. <laughs> assuming no prenup. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be one. Or yeah, two prenups there. Oh, they're going to be fine. Listen, I'm. Here's my thing about this. Stop it. Let, just let them go be happy. Why is this such a big thing? You know, people date each other all the time. Doesn't Taylor deserve some happiness? <laughs> Well, <laughs> NFL's going to make a killing off it. Oh, yeah, they Sales are. Sales are they rising. Are. Chiefs, are, well, more specifically, the Chiefs, though. But oh, you yeah. know who's making money right now? People who have seats to the Jets game who are selling them online. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, the prices have gone through the roof. Yeah. By the way, a uh, little update. We don't have this here, but I read that the IRS... Did you, did you hear... Um, recently it was announced that the IRS is going to be using AI more... In their audits, and I Cal, I think I think you had asked me a question. Yep. How, how? Why do they need AI to go over books? And, and you had asked me, how is this? What are they going to be using it for? Yeah, what's the benefit of that? No, look, I can only, I can only speculate, right? I, I I haven't, I don't, I'm not privy to any IRS code, and I don't know how what they officially say. But I do know this: after making that announcement, one of the things they've said is they're going to start monitoring more. People that sell tickets to games, where you you know they buy a ticket for fifty bucks and they sell it for a hundred and fifty bucks or a thousand dollars, they're going to start monitoring that more. I could see them using AI to do that, yeah. sure, yeah. because you can scour the internet for these things. Uh, I could see them using again. I have no inside information on this, but somebody does their taxes and they come in and they say, "I, I make forty thousand a year. I'm barely, you know, I got th- three kids and barely." You have any of this stuff, but on Instagram, they're posting pictures of the trip to Hawaii that they took and the trip to Cancun that they took and all this stuff. I could see the IRS going, wait a minute. You make 40000 you, you work in a minimum wage job part-time filing your taxes. This lifestyle that you say you're living isn't matching what we see here. I could see them using AI to investigate yeah. that far more efficiently than an agent could and then popping up. Okay, flags. these are the flags that an agent would then have to go in and take a look at. I, yeah, Big Brother, 
That's how I see it being used. Privacy? What's that? Well, no, no privacy if you're posting it online, right? Well, that's my point. And yeah. then, and how do you protect yourself just by being smart? I mean, don't be a dumb. Which, which takes know. us back to we circle back to the lyrics. If you don't want to be held liable for it, stop making public <laughs> statements about it. You know, you have the right to remain silent. You just seem to lack the ability. All right, come back for the last segment after this. Don't go away. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. Quick takes coming up with. Todd and Garrett on the last segment of Radio Law Talk, which will be here after this. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quick, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quick, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quick, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books now. Are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub? Here's a new, affordable idea to consider. When you bought your home years ago, you had a traditional bathtub, and you put a shower curtain in it, and it lasted for years. But now, maybe you or your mom is having difficulty getting in and out of a high-step tub. For some people, that can be an accident waiting to happen. If you or one of your parents is in this situation, and you don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, call Steve at Senior Safety Pro Tub to Shower today. They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk-in shower, in some cases under $2,000, in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. Call Steve right now for your free consultation. 800-832-1549. 800-832-1549. 800-832-1549. That's 800-832-1549. 
Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you? Your life needs are always changing, but have you done anything to improve your health insurance for you and your family? Health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better. It's impossible to do all the research yourself, but now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-635-7188-800-635-7188. That's 800-635-7188. Hey, what's your problem, bro? You don't belong in this neighborhood and we're doing our job checking it out. Oh, stop it. This is Radio Law Talk. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we get to talking at the break, and then uh, after the break is over, it's like, huh, well, what were we talking about? <laughs> so, uh, oh, uh, we, we have some updates here. Ed Sheeran. You know, Ed Sheeran, we, we had the case where he was sued because, um, who was it? Ed Townsend, the estate of Ed Townsend. Now, they, the estate of Ed Townsend has sued other people. They sued uh, Farrell and Robin Thicke. For copywriting or for copyright infringement on their song uh, "Blurred Lines," that they um, that they uh, they said they they cribbed from Marvin Gaye's song "Gotta Give It Up," right? And Ed Townsend was a co-writer on that. Ed Townsend did writing with we we talked last time about people who write but they don't necessarily yep. record. Townsend wrote and recorded songs with Marvin Gaye and his heir, his estate. He's since passed. His estate has been monitoring. Hey, are people are, are people infringing on our music? And they took uh, they sued Ed Sheeran um, because they they claimed that Ed Sheeran's song infringed on one of theirs. And now, look, it's um, Sheeran won that lawsuit, and and the jury returned the verdict in his favor. That uh, was just a couple months ago, and shortly after that, the estate of Townsend appealed the verdict. Now, look, here's the problem anyone's going to have when it comes to trying to sue somebody like Ed Sheeran or other artists for copyright infringement, because this is the way that it worked. Ed Sheeran gets up there, and the big issue is, how did you come up with this song? You know, what did you listen to? Did you infringe on it from, from what the original artist did? Well, you get this artist sitting there, and let's face it. Little starstruck. People are starstruck. Here you got 12 jurors, 9, 12, however they've got in a civil case in that jurisdiction. Sometimes it varies. You can have a six-person jury, 12, 9. just depends on the jurisdiction. But in this one, I think there was 12 jurors sitting there about as far away from Ed Sheeran as we are in the studio. You know, you're, you're at a range. He's 6 to 10 feet away from the nearest or furthest juror away, 6 to, say, 20 feet. And they probably give him a little bit of space. <laughs> And, uh, and here you've got Ed Sheeran, who's selling out. He's on tour. He's selling out all over the country. But these jurors get a front row seat to him sitting and said, well, this is how I came up with this. And he pulls out this guitar. And it's fascinating 
to watch. If you think that I play guitar, if you think that you can play guitar and stuff and it's great, and then you watch an artist who makes their money playing guitar and you realize I might have been playing for 30, 40 years, but I ain't that level. Yeah. Right? And you see this person just kind of whip out a song and sing it, and they're on pitch, and everything's great. And you know, you almost expect one of the jurors to start holding up a lighter, waving their handbag. If that happens in a case, and you're the plaintiff in that case, trust me, you've lost. Yeah. The case is done. But they've got the artist sitting there playing right in front of you. Shocker. Verdict for the defense. Yep. You know, verdict for the defendant. And so I think that that might have been the basis of the appeal in the Ed Sheeran case was, you know, there was a little bit of the starstruck stuff going on there, and maybe they didn't listen to music or they were instructed inappropriately, blah, blah, blah. But this case is now done because the estate of Ed Townsend dropped the appeal. And I, and I think a lot of people have a misconception about appeals. You can't appeal if you just don't like the verdict. Yeah. It's not like, oh, you know, I want another shot at this. It's There has to go something wrong in the evidence or the judge abused discretion or something's wrong, and then you appeal on that point. And hopefully that point's enough to overturn it so you have to redo it or you have to change something. Yeah, you can't, you can't appeal because you think the jury got it wrong. Yeah. What you, your basis for appeal is the jury got it wrong, but the reason the jury got it wrong was because of some procedural thing the judge did. Exactly. Or, or that the, essentially appeals are putting the judge on trial. Every ruling, every, you know, what did the judge do that allowed the jury to come up with this clearly erroneous yep. determination? Well, that, that appeal has now been dropped and dropped with prejudice, so it can't come back. That um, they're not able to they're, they're not able to refile again on, on this appeal. But it's it's like th- this gets back to what I, we said first hour when we were talking about the uh, you know my my take on all of these copyright lawsuits is it just feels like it a publicity. Fe- it feels like it's publicity. Look, I would love to know. I, I'm waiting for somebody to release the uh, the sales tracking of of Marvin Gaye's song. So, so Ed Sheeran writes a song. Somebody says that he has infringed on the copyright of uh, this Marvin Gaye song. From the time the lawsuit is filed until the time that it's over, I would love to see if there's a spike in the sales of the older song that was infringed upon. Well, I'm sure, because they want to yeah. listen to it or, you know, I guess it's not so much sales nowadays. It's more of l- streams. Streams, it, yeah. 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 But uh, I'm sure there is a spike. You know, it's it's interesting. I saw the other day. Um, I, I follow this one artist, or this one guy. He he runs a music studio, and he's giving all of the inside. I mean, there's there's one on the Sunset Strip. It's a it's a podcast, and it's available on YouTube. And it goes over. All right, I was the engineer working at Sunset Strip when Van Halen came in and recorded the van the first album, and 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 they'll play the raw track. Of eruption, that was the that was a guitar solo that put Eddie Van Halen on the map, and they said this was from the mic that was over here, and they had another mic that was in another room to really get the echo and all this kind of stuff. And you hear these different tracks; it's fascinating. Um, but this one guy has started an AI um, calculation. He says, "Okay, there are twelve notes in an octave. There are what thirteen keys." Uh, different keys that things can be written in. Mathematically, 
just through sheer numbers, you could start an A like a robo-dialer does. They start with the first number, the second number. You could go through and mimic all the different permutations of a song with beats and things like that. And when you do, his theory is you would essentially gut every copyright claim out there. Yeah. Because now you can say mathematically we hit all the permutations, I own them, and we're good. Yeah. <laughs> What a song. Yeah, what, what, what a song. And, you know, he'd have like a bajillion songs, but I, I've copyrighted and I've made them all public domain, so stop with the copyrights. Yeah, so. let's enjoy artist uh, renditions, I guess. Yeah. Uh, U.S. Supreme Court, really quickly. Um, what's the difference between and and or? It seems pretty obvious, I would yeah. think. You know, and is together and or is, could be either one. So here's the problem with sentencing. Uh, that is specifically going to be addressed by the Supreme Court. You've got uh, federal sentencing says that there are these three different conditions, and they've, they've got them, and they say, look, if a defendant has been convicted of this and he doesn't have A, B, and C, and C, and C then, uh, then, then you can't exceed the sentencing and give him a higher sentence. And the way that it's written, you could look at it as saying, Look, these three conditions, A, B, and C, each one of those could be something that would allow for a higher disposition. Yep. Or, because they use the word and, they say, no, no, you have to have all three in order for the judge to allow a higher sentencing. And, and right now, because of the way the legislature drafted it, and this is only from 2019, U.S. Supreme Court's going to have to spend its time hmm. to determine... Whether it's and or or, this whole thing could be gutted if the uh, if the legislature had just came in and said, "This is what we meant by it, and we're changing the language." Grammar, folks, grammar could result in people having to spend more time in prison, and that's what the U.S. Supreme Court's going to decide. Well, isn't that what I said in prepping for law school? You need to know your grammar. Need to know your grammar. <laughs> so it's more important than you think. And and a lot of these lawsuits, I think you'd be shocked at how many are, are fought over simple words like that and yeah. how controversial it could be argued. I mean, the word shall is found in a lot of statutes. It is. but Bill you, Clinton is, is. Remember that? Hey. It all depends on what the meaning of is It all, is, it all right? does. Yeah, remember that. It remember. all depends on quick takes. Remember, well, that's our next meaning is you get to tell us what your quick takes are. If I can just, there you go. Just, uh, yeah, let's go on. Anyway, we may not have the music bed, but still we have the idea. What is quick takes? For you today, Mr. Kuhner, what do you have for us uh, My quick take, I'm going to bear it what I said before. If you don't want the government to know what you think on a certain subject, just stay silent. Don't write about it. Don't talk about it in shows. They can't force you to talk. You exercise your right to remain silent. Force yourself to talk. Garrett, what do you think? What's your quick take? Sir? Well, I think uh, honesty is always the best policy, and don't make uh, your patients look alive dead. Or dead alive. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week on Radio Law Talk on your favorite channel. Have a good week, everybody. Listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
Steaks Burger Perfection Flight, made from single cuts of real aged Omaha steaks, rewrites the book on burgers. Go to omahasteaks.com, use promo code TREAT at checkout for an extra $20 off your order, plus free shipping when you order the $79.99 Burger Perfection Flight, a fantastic array of pure ground steak on a bun burger greatness. For $20 off the Burger Perfection Flight, use promo code TREAT at checkout at omahasteaks.com and discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store? But then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. The six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. And right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code USA. Or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com, promo code USA.